the journey itself is important. It's not only important for business growth, but it's important for personal growth. Welcome back to Marketing Conversations with Lamphouse Films, where we give you access to tips and insights from today's marketing thought leaders. I'm your host, Josh Henry. Marketing is such a big part of today's world, and at Lamphouse, we think that how we do it really matters. That's why we create ads the way that we do, and that is why we produce this show. Samantha Duran put herself on the map by creating Critics Clothing, a luxury streetwear brand emphasizing individual expression and sustainable manufacturing and she hasn't looked back since. As the CEO and contributing editor of Be Your Own, she empowers, advises, and spotlights women entrepreneurs through a blend of inspiration and education. In 2017, Samantha was named to Forbes' prestigious 30 under 30 list, and we are so excited to have her on today's episode. I actually started out wanting to be a TV presenter when I first moved to London. That was what I always wanted to do. And so I, I left for the bright lights when I was very young to London from a small country town in the north of the UK down to London. And I mean, to cut a, long, a very long story short, I just knew that I loved doing it. But for me, I needed to build something that had longevity and that I could build a proper career out of if, you know, it didn't go to plan as such being so young not being able to get my foot in the door. I did a few bits for like Sky and, you know, some ring girl stuff and lots of promotional modeling and all of that. But moving forward, I knew that I wanted to actually build a brand and I wanted to, I was, I was a little bit like an accidental entrepreneur. Um, but off the back of that, in 2016, I launched Be Your Own, which now is Be Your Own as a, as a, as a full service media company. But it started off as a movement where I was interviewing only women. So it was, again, women in the music industry, media industry, marketing, real estate, cryptocurrency before it came, you know, got really big now. So we put a, a forecast sheet together and I literally just reached out to all of my connections on LinkedIn. I said, hey, would you be, list would you be interested in interviewing for Be Your Own, which is a media company for women to, to help provide tools and resources and inspire the next generation of leaders. It's a media package that's sold, of course. We, we work mainly with advertorials, um, but it goes out to this many people. It gets put in our distribution, um, our newsletter. This is our outreach, so on and so forth. And before long, we was doing like one interview. We went from doing one interview every Monday, every month, then scaling up and now we run content every single day and we have three or four different partners that we work with decision um pr newswire that we work with so we've got their media outreach as well we've we've teamed up with so many pr companies and other advertising agencies as well so we just continue to just grow and grow and scale and, and add members to the team and i guess that's where we are today so it was really like, oh, in order to, to be successful, you needed to surround yourself with great partners. And then as you surrounded yourself with great partners, you realized, oh, I need to create a resource where other people can do this. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. In a win-win situation, like, I've always really looked at building a business or building any solid foundations with the mindset of if you win, I win. If I win, you win. We win collectively together. It's about bringing people up. And I've always thought that Supporting other women in business really is paramount to success. 
It really is. Like women are so great at so many different things. They're so great in leadership positions. They're so great at running a business. And someone recently said to me, what usually is someone's um, weakest point is also their strongest. And that goes as far as to say women are emotionally led. They're, I'm sorry, emotionally driven. So women tend to make a lot of decisions based on their emotions, but at the same speed, that's brilliant because women are so powerful and that's what we need more of. That's what I'm so passionate about is just showing other people that, you know what, there isn't one direct route to where you want to be and you can have people around you to help you get to where you need to be. It's, it's interesting that you mentioned, like, I think that the world, because of, I don't know, all of these systems that, that have built the world that we live in has come to value more male-dominant qualities. And so they're assessing, the ruler that they're using to measure people is already like, uh, a, is already sexist. I feel like that's a strong word, but it's already like preferring these male qualities. And it's like, well, that's not actually what makes a great leader. That's just what you've convinced yourself makes a great leader. And there are all of these qualities that, that um, you're just not even thinking about because that's not the way that your brain works to actually make really wonderful leaders. Too. Absolutely. I mean, in a panel discussion that I took part in recently, there was a, a very valid point that was made where even when I was younger and I looked up to, to role models and significant leaders, influential people, straight away I thought Richard Branson or Lord Alan Sugar. Now I think of uh, Karen Brady or um, Sheryl Sandberg or Ariana Huffington, like all of these women who are so great at what they do, but they just haven't been profiled enough because all we're so used to seeing is, is men. And it's, I don't say it's a shame, because of course it's great, but for me, I just think, I really wish I'd have seen more women, because then I would have aspired, I would have been inspired by them and know that actually, do you know what? Getting to that destination, getting to that point, is just as much likely as it is seeing a, a male figurehead up there and getting to that and reaching that level of success as you call it so it's it's fascinating to hear and i didn't know this that you guys started off completely free um you i think notably still provide a ton of free value to um your community through your social media through your podcast tell me a little bit about the strategy there do you know what one of the things i must say is that being so small, um, first, first things first, you can always do big things, even being a small boutique agency. You don't have to be massive. Um, you can still do great things. But I think what I really love is the fact that because we're so small and we only have like such an intimate small team of, of less than 10, that I still get to make spontaneous decisions. And so the projects that we take on so last minute, like the Black Lives Matter movement, um, the I Will Use My Voice, the, the Be Your Own Boss Project or Be Your Own Woman Project or um, the project that we're just actually in the middle of launching now for Environmental Week or Menopause Celebrate, like all these different small campaigns, not small, but campaigns that are going on. Like we can pivot really quick and move content 
band. And I love being spontaneous because in my personal life, I'm really not that spontaneous. But with business, I'm just like, yeah, let's go for it. Let's take the ball. Let's run with it. Because I've always had this strong belief as well that so long as you're not stagnant and staying still and you're continuously making decisions, you're always moving forward. But the second that you stop making decisions and the second that you think, do you know what, I'm going to wait on it, I'm going to rest on my laurels, that's it. Like, I don't say game over, but you're stagnant and you're staying still. At least I know that if I was to make a decision and it wasn't right and it didn't fit the brand, I can learn from it. What do you think it is about the message of your podcast and these different things that you guys are putting out that um is resonating with people maybe because i've also i i have a strong belief that it's no longer about the macro influencer it's about the micro influencer and when we first started out we was taking all these people who were expert industry leaders and they're you know brilliant and they were raising a lot of brand press and a lot of brand awareness and i'm forever thankful for that but what really worked for us was taking the macro influencer, like the women on social media who were business strategists or marketing um, strategists or life gurus or sex ed coaches who had probably a community of 5,000, maybe even less, less than 10,000, let's say. But their engagement and the traction and the, the, the flood of influx of traffic that, that would drive to the website because all of their community was so positive so, and hmm. so connected to them interesting it would, it would i mean we i actually built the first website on wasn't squarespace might have even been wix and i can't even tell you how many times the website would crash because it just couldn't it couldn't withheld the amount of traffic and i think because we've always been selective in the women that we've worked with and, and tried to go for a little bit of the underdog and a, you know the, the, the typical non-typical um, micro-influencer that people are like oh my goodness her story from xyz is amazing i can really connect with that i can really resonate nobody wants to hear about a woman or any entrepreneur who was 250 grand's worth in debt lived in their car had three kids divorced you name it no education and then the next day i'm a multi-millionaire with no backstory because it's not attainable like I'm all about redefining success, but how do you get from that to that? Like, there, there must be something there. It doesn't that's, feel so relatable to most of us. Yeah, that's, what, that's the story that we really want to know about. So how would you recommend for businesses that are just getting off the ground or maybe in their first few years and are figuring themselves out, how would you recommend that they um, get in touch with the right types of influencers? Who they follow. Like if they follow similar people to me and similar accounts, and I think the synergy and the partnership's right, I also would take some time to research them, research their brand, research their organization to make sure that their personal ethos matches their business ethos. Do they stand by what they believe in um, or what they, like what are their commitments? What's their brand mission? Um, I would take time to look at that. And then I would also have some people from my team also look at, and research them. So yeah, I think it's just taking those precautionary steps to make sure that the synergies align, the vision, the goal, like what they what they project out into the universe. Um, and also 
I think we see a lot of organizations and a lot of brands that are, you know, keen to jump on the bandwagon because it seems like it's a fashionable thing like Black Lives Matter or um, gay pride and, and all these different things. And I think like if you actually believe in, in them and you're committed to making a change globally, then I think that's brilliant. But just hopping on it for the sake of it to make your brand look good, I think is, is terrible. So for us, again, it's all about making sure that we've done the research, we know the stats, we know what the return would be. And, and if they're worth investing. So I would say for anyone out there who's looking to get started and, and look at those looking to make collaborations, just make sure that everything, all angles are covered. If you could rewind time, through, through your journey, um, through your career, what do you wish you knew at the, at the beginning that you know now? I definitely say that having that, that mindset of, of understanding that actually it's not about the end destination, it's about the journey in between because you need that journey as an entrepreneur. You need to fail, you need to pick yourself up and it's never really failure. I look at it like a little bit of a redirection. You know, you open one door and the next door's closed. And so you have to kind of pivot, you have to think, you have to be innovative and think, okay, that's not gonna work. That's just life. And I think that understanding, as I've mentioned, the, the journey itself is important. It's not only important for business growth, but it's important for personal growth. Is it, if you came to, came to every single obstacle or barrier face and you're like, oh, I cannot get over this hurdle. Like, I don't know. Like, and you don't find a solution. Like, when you first start out, you think every problem is massive. You know, you do because like there's real scale there. Like, like you said, what are the measurables before? Like, how do you measure that? How enormous the problem is? But as time goes on, you figure out a solution, you find ways so that when you come to the next barrier, you come to the next obstacle obstacle and you think okay well I tackled that one and I got over that it was it was difficult but I got over it you find a solution and you you need that and that is part of the journey because without a journey without any backstory I would I would consider you probably very vanilla and bland so that is one thing that I would say to any entrepreneur out there and also myself like looking back that you know just take into consideration it's not about you know getting your company listed for an ipo you know that's brilliant that's great but it's all that journey in between that's equally important thanks for watching another episode of marketing conversations with lamp house films lamp house is a production company that focuses on film-centered marketing campaigns so if you want to chat with us about your next campaign, we would love to hear from you. You can reach me directly. I'm josh at lamphousefilms.com. If you're enjoying the show and want to see more of it, make sure to use the link in our description to sign up for our bonus content. We post additional content there every single week, including extended interviews with our guests.